This summer, click into cordless power with Memorial Day savings at the Home Depot. Tackle more than half an acre of grass with the convenience and gas-like power of the Ryobi 40-volt battery-powered mower. And keep your flower beds looking fresh with the 40-volt cordless string trimmer. Then clear leaves and debris with the 40-volt leaf blower. No cords, no gas, no hassle. Click into Memorial Day savings happening now at the Home Depot and on homedepot.com. How doers get more done. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies, like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Go behind the wheel, under the hood, and beyond with Car Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Car Stuff. I'm Scott Benjamin, the auto editor here at HowStuffWorks.com. And my name is Ben Bolin. I am a video writer here at the same website. Never gets old. Never gets old. Never gets old. No. Scott yeah. You live up north yeah. of the city, and so you get to pass one of our cities. Would we call it famous? Um, infamous. Infamous. One of our city's infamous landmarks, mm-hmm. a road called Interstate 400, yeah. which is in transition, technically, because originally this road was built to be a toll road. Mm-hmm. And the story that ever, still is a toll road. Still is, still yeah. is. The story that we all heard in Atlanta was that this would be a toll road only for such a time as it as was sufficient for it to break even. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, defined as offsetting the cost it took to construct it. Sure, which seemed like a great idea. Yeah, such a great idea, in fact, that they have yet to make this a non-toll road. Yeah, I know a little bit. About this too, I think we've got uh, got a couple of articles here about um, you know why that happened. It's still a toll road, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it makes sense. But it's one of those things like they're, they're trying to catch up with the the cost, mm-hmm. and having to do that, they had to spend more money, and to spend more money, they needed to keep the tolls up longer. So it's like it just keeps feeding itself, mm-hmm. and it uh, looks like we're going to be stuck with our toll road for at least another couple of years. It's either a very poor calculation on someone's part. Or absolutely brilliant. <laughs> yes, you know? it is. I, I don't know how to look at it. Is it uh, strategic failure or strategic uh, triumph? I don't know. It's, you're, you're right. But um, that's one example. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's many, many examples across the U.S. Of, of toll roads. Of course, people probably know what we're talking about, right? Um, right, yeah. Uh, roads that you pay to drive on. Alternately known as a turnpike. Oh, turnpike, that's right. Um, what else? Turnpike, toll road, toll route. Toll route. Um, oh, toll route. <laughs> yeah, cor- uh, there's a toll corridor or something people really? talk about. Okay. Yeah, well, now, astute listeners will remember, Scott, that 
earlier in a different episode, you and I briefly talked about the origin of the word turnpike. Exactly. I, I have that in front of me. Oh, let's, let's run it down then. <laughs> it comes from uh, the etymology uh, breakdown of this thing. And it comes from the early 15th century, which really it, it meant a, a spiked road barrier for defense. And it comes from the words turn and pike, which was, which is a shaft. Um, uh, it meant a, a piece of timber, really, that was mm-hmm. laying across the road, and it was on a um, on an axis, mm-hmm. and you had to pay a toll in order to use the road, and they would turn the pike out of the way and allow you to to pass through onto the road. Um, that let's see, trying to think of when that was. That was probably looking at my notes, fifteen forty somewhere around there. And they they borrowed horses from foot roads, and that's why. They were able to, you know, they had to put up a gate and say, yeah. no, you can't travel on this road. This is for foot traffic only. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it led to an idea that it meant a barrier to stop passage until until the toll is paid. So that meant, um, and they call it a road with a toll gate, which mm-hmm. was, you know. Well. Part of the evolution. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. Uh, that, and that came around um, the 1670s, I believe. And then in 1748... Uh, they shortened the word to, um, ter- I'm sorry, hang on. In 1745, they shortened it, uh, to Turnpike Road. Mm-hmm. So I was a little convoluted here in what's going on, but, uh, basically we got to the point where it's a, a turnpike. And the turnpike now that we have, it, it originally meant the toll booth. Mm-hmm. Now it means the road itself. The road entire. Exactly. Yeah. And that didn't come until like the 1850s. Which is interesting because we're going to, Hopefully, there are other people that were as surprised as I was to learn how old toll road technology is, mm-hmm. or at least the idea. Yeah. And one thing that also will surprise a lot of people, I hope, right? That's mm-hmm. the point of the show, is that the United States has actually a very long and storied history with toll roads. Yes, very long. Because let's see, um, people will usually remember the date of our country's independence in 1776. Mm-hmm. And, Scott, I want to ask you to guess when the first toll road was built, but you already know. I already know. So let's just break it down. The Philadelphia and Lancaster Lancaster Turnpike. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was built in 1792. Holy cow. That's So that's toll roads are way older than cars, mm-hmm. uh, older than the interstate system, yeah, older than us. By far? Well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, me, yeah. Maybe yeah. <laughs> they're a lot older than you, uh, not so much older than me. So this thing, uh, <laughs> this thing, if you think about it, was almost a model of, uh, a model of good estimates and well-done building yeah. because it only took about, what, a couple of years to complete. Mm-hmm. And people just thought this was the bee's knees of highways, right? I love when you say bee's knees. Thanks, man. Yeah. That's, that's for you. It's always yeah. one or two. <laughs> and and the, the crazy thing about it is that this was actually very successful, um, which is – Yeah, you would yeah. think – okay, one, one – yeah. I don't mean to interrupt, but one quick thing is that you know up to this point, roads have been free. Yeah. And suddenly they've got to adjust the idea that, hey, I'm going to have to pay to use this – the stretch of road that you know I was able to walk over. Well, actually, it's probably a new road at that point. Somewhere, mm. somewhere convenient. 
That's a convenient route. Rather than taking the long way around, Mm -hmm. this is a straight, direct path right through. Therefore, you're going to pay a little bit extra to, be, to have that privilege or that uh, that ability to go straight to where you're going to go. It's a convenience. Yeah, and you got your money's worth because it went uh, over 60 miles, so wow. 62 miles. And eventually, the state picked it up, and then it became part of what we call the Lincoln Highway in U.S. 30 today. Oh, no kidding. No kidding. That's, U.S. 30, really? Yeah, I've, oh, got, okay. I've got some jokes later, but that, that <laughs> okay. part was serious. All right. Uh, and so... Let's fast forward a little bit. Uh, we also have talked about the folks, the good folks who built or largely built the Dwight D. Eisenhower interstate system. Oh, yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about Fairbank and McDonald, right? Herbert mm-hmm. Fairbank, Thomas McDonald. Interesting story, Scott. These guys thought toll roads were lame. Really? Well, they didn't say the word lame. But Why did they think that? Because they were uh, they're not federally funded free roads or what? I mean, well, it's, it's a- it, yeah, it's kind of like uh, some people's attitude with uh, the internet or anything where there is one free service offered and then a paid alternative. Mm-hmm. You know, the question, which is logical, is why would anyone pay to take this one route when there are parallel free routes? You yeah. know. But of course, you've already got that. You've already got the nail on the head with convenience. Yeah. I just want to show you uh, how poorly they estimated this. Um, these guys said McDonald and Fairbank uh, believe that the Philadelphia to Pittsburgh corridor toll corridor uh, would carry a little bit more than seven hundred cars a day, maybe seven hundred a day. Mm-hmm. Okay. And. Uh, that was uh, the official estimate of the U.S. Bureau of Public Roads, and oh, buddy, oh, buddy, they were wrong. They were they How were wrong. Uh, way wrong. Way. I don't. Yeah, I don't have. <laughs> I don't have wrong. the exact estimate now, but needless but to say, it was it was well over. Traffic was pretty intense. Yeah. Okay, yeah. got it. You know that this is some. You mentioned something here that why would people pay for a road when there's alternate roads? Mm-hmm. That you don't have to pay for, right? Yes. I've got some. Uh, I don't. I mean, forgive me if I'm breaking out of the, the history of this thing here. We're coming up into to modern day. Yeah, yeah, we got with, it. with what I'm mentioning here. Um, and I had, had never heard of this really. It's just my own, I guess, my own ignorance on this subject because I um, I just recently found out that there are optional toll lanes in the United States. Lots of them. That is news to me. Yeah, see, I didn't know this, and that's because we don't live in a state that has these optional toll lanes already. Yeah, okay. But we might. Go on. Yeah, it's, it's, it may be happening here in Georgia. Um, they're talking about adding optional toll lanes along I-75 and I-575 in Cobb and Cherokee counties, and that's right where I-75 comes straight through, you know, from all the way up in Michigan all the way down right. to Florida. Mm-hmm. A lot of people make that uh, that trip, but there may be some optional toll lanes coming soon. Uh, to that area, and uh, the estimated, I guess, dollar amount. This to give you an idea of how mm-hmm. expensive these projects are. Yeah, the uh, there was an elaborate project plan. Now, this, it's back down from this, but the uh, the first um, project that was planned was priced between one point eight billion and four billion dollars. And I had never heard of anything like this, but it wow. says that the DOT rarely spends that much money on any project at all, a single road project. Sure. Uh, but they have backed it down to something like $900 million to $1.1 billion is the estimate for the toll road. Billion. Yeah, Jeez. that's right. It's around a billion dollars. And 
How, how is it optional? Well, three hundred fifty million of that is is taxpayer money. Okay. Uh, the rest would be you know private and collected through tolls, and mm-hmm. you know this this the road would fund itself. That's where you get the uh, you know I don't know what the the cost would be. It doesn't mention in this article here, mm-hmm. but um, I can look at. Um, there's an example here from Indiana. Yeah, let's, uh, let's go to Indiana. Also, yeah, Indiana. So they're um, they're considering an a, a optional toll lane also on I-69, which uh, goes right into Indianapolis. And uh, they say that it, now. What's weird about this one is not only is it an optional lane, optional toll lane, it would be um, a variable dollar amount that you would pay as you go through as well. So depending on traffic, depending on the, di- the time of day, things like that, it could vary from $1 to $3. Like a real-time congestion tax. Exactly. And that doesn't that that's not unusual either, which huh. I found out. I, I had no idea that this was happening, but there's these variable rates that are going on everywhere else. I mean, it says express toll lanes aren't a new idea. They're used in San Diego, Orange County, California, Salt Lake City, Houston, Minneapolis, mm-hmm. Denver, Seattle, Miami. They're under construction right now in Dallas, Washington, D.C., and the San Francisco Bay Area. And huh. you know, we, we may be able to add, well, we're going to say Indiana, Atlanta, Atlanta and Indiana yeah. to this as well. And uh, I think, you know, there's probably more out there that I just don't have in this article here. but um, Or more that haven't gone the, public yet. <laughs> the idea behind this is, and, and why would you pay it, right? Because it's, it's the exact same stretch of road. Hmm. It gives you the benefit that, let's say, an HOV lane gives to people right now. That's what I was thinking. I was just thinking But that. you could do it individually. You could drive it alone. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is that let's say that it's a day – I mean the people in this example here, they said that, yeah, they could actually see it working because let's say there's a day when they're coming home from work and they don't know if it's going to take them 20 minutes or an hour to get right. home. And they've got to pick up the kids at the daycare center. And there's that wide open express lane that if I pay $3, I'm going to make it there and save myself the late fee at the at – the, uh, the daycare facility, mm-hmm. or um, you know, it's you got a doctor's appointment. You have to get home for that, or or near home for that. Sure. Um, uh, a lot of people say that it may be called the the Lexus lanes. The Lexus lanes. In that uh, you know, it says it's going to uh, create have and have not commuter uh, separation, right? And that's not the idea. They said that mm-hmm. what they find more often than not in these um, these optional lanes is that you do get the people that are just simply running late, or you know, parents that have to be somewhere at a, at a ball game or something like that, or the daycare cutoff. Ex- exactly. It's it's uh, it's not what they think. It's not just the the wealthy who say you know I'm going to drive my own lane. And a lot of that depends on the dollar amount of the toll. True, true. Yeah, because some of them, I mean, the tolls can go way up in some regions. Sure. I, I was looking at some here, and I forgive me, it's in my notes somewhere, but some of these tolls are up in the $10 range, mm-hmm. um, $9 for, you know, just for stretches of road, not... Not, uh, not the whole thing. I'm not talking from edge of state to edge of state. I'm talking mm-hmm. a short distance between exits. Like every 10 miles yeah. or something. <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. Where if you don't, if you were to follow the, the toll road uh, in route entirely to work, you mm. may end up paying 25 bucks to get to work. Um, mm. our, Georgia, our Georgia toll here that we were just kind of talking about, um, 50 cents. Yes, okay, but let me let me say, that toll, I'm going to go on the record with this, Scott, mm-hmm. it is so frustrating <laughs> to have to dig through your car okay. for some change. Are we going to have to fight here again? No, because we have to fight. oh, you sure? Yeah. Okay. You're, are you? Do you? Let me ask you this, Ben. Do you yeah. get up to the front of the lane and then dig around your car and try to find the money? No. Okay. If I if I haven't found it by the time I hit the exit before the toll road, yeah. I take the exit. Oh, good. I'm glad to hear that because I thought I thought uh, we might come to fisticuffs. No, I feel like that's uh, it happens. I understand it happens to some people, um, but I'm definitely not going to 
I'm not a line hold upper, you know. <laughs> That's I don't good. Hold up. That's lines. good. I didn't. I didn't think you were, but I. You know, you have to ask because you just never know. Because I encounter that every single day on my way. Really? Home. Not not in directly in front of me all the time. It happens sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the person will realize they got in the uh, you know the change only lane and they have to get out to the cashier, but they have to open the door and go across. Go to another lane, yeah. which is terribly dangerous. I wish they wouldn't do that. Sure. And um, the other one I've seen recently, a lot of people will get out and ask the person behind them if they can just borrow a dollar. Which, okay. Or 50 cents. Or yeah. Whatever. yeah. Uh, that's not borrowing. That's uh, no, never going to see again. You're but. not going to be Facebook no. friends. <laughs> no, and they, but I would assume they're just paying for years also if you give them a dollar. You know, but <laughs> Maybe. Whatever. But, Anyways, I, I, yeah. it's, it's frustrating to me that that happens. But we can't deny that toll systems overall in this country are really effective. I think just between 1850 and 1902, over 100 toll roads were built. Really? Yeah. It's, it's just a – financially, it's a very good decision for policymakers, at least in the short term, because it, it allows you to get a quality of road that might otherwise put your you know, municipality or your region in debt. Mm-hmm. Um, and it does still put them in debt, well, but not even, as much. Even this, uh, this, this small – I mean, this is just one toll gate on this road. Um, yeah. Georgia 400. Yeah. 50 cents. It's it's a standard flat rate for everybody. Right? And you can drive around it. They're, they're talking about <laughs> You can drive around it. Oh, you mean you mean exit and... Go up the back way. I and understand. Go okay, God. I thought you meant through it Scott, without paying. You know I'm really cheap, man. <laughs> I I have I have done that once. Intellectually, I realize I'm spending more on gas, but you understand yeah. this is when gas was cheaper. I understand. I understand, yeah. But go on. Okay. <laughs> that uh, in 2007, I have figures here from 2007. Okay. Uh, I don't have anything later than that, but um, the traffic that goes through that every single weekday, mm-hmm. it's something like 126,000 cars. And I can only assume that that number is going up, up, up every year yeah. uh, because, you know, our population is growing here. Sure. Um, but it, the thing is that as the as the proceeds started you know the the proceeds started to drop even though that the the uh mm-hmm. even though that the uh, the um the revenue was going or it should have been going up it was coming down because of failures in the equipment so remember what i mentioned earlier that we have to pay for upgrades for this maintenance thing? fees this thing yeah. most most are upgraded every few years right mm-hmm. this one i believe has gone through 14 years without having an upgrade up until 2007 so when they started that uh, that program to you know re I guess redo the uh, uh, the computer computer system and sure. you know the the way that they take the tolls uh, make it very advanced uh, that was catching up from 14 years ago which is something they normally don't do and that's why it costs several million dollars and that's mm-hmm. why we're still paying the toll even though it should have been gone well it should be gone at, in 2011 but I think it's going to hang on that sounds reasonable alternate theory. There is a vault filled with quarters somewhere <laughs> in City Hall. No doubt about that. And there's someone swimming through it, just like, remember Scrooge McDuck? I was going to say, like Scrooge McDuck. That's yeah, right. That's yeah, right. he's doing the uh, backstroke in his cash. He's probably got to have some great upper arm strength, man, <laughs> to get through so. the coins. I would but, think so. But, yeah, these. so this is one thing that I really want to hear from some listeners on. Anyone who lives in especially the northeastern area of the U.S., man, I was not expecting it when I drove through New York on my way to Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I started to feel that I was from this lawless world of free roads, you know, <laughs> and I had just come into civilization. So what I want to hear from listeners um, are stories about 
their take on the toll road. You know, is the toll road worth it for your community? You mm-hmm. know, is the toll road unnecessary? Is it a is it a pain? Is it good? Is it bad? What about toll bridges? What about toll, toll bridges? bridges? Even the Golden Gate has a toll. Yeah. Um, in fact, it's like I think it's five or six dollars at this point, and there's a uh, carpool. Uh, rate that you can pay as well that's uh, it's cheaper, mm-hmm. but you have to apply for you know some type of fast pass type thing, which is another element to this whole thing. Is sure. that you can pay your toll electronically in a lot of cases mm-hmm. uh, if you're if you're local, uh, and obviously that doesn't help you much if you're traveling from state to state. And you're not a uh, you know like an over the road trucker or something right. who yeah. knows what to expect on the way. Um, but that's a, a much more efficient way to handle paying your toll. Uh, I haven't done that yet. I don't know why. I mm-hmm. mean, I pass through the thing twice every day. Um, seems like it makes sense to me, but yeah, I, just, I yeah. just haven't done it. Well, they call um, it an easy pass here in Georgia. Yeah, easy so. pass, fast track. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's Sun Pass in Florida. Is that right? Something yeah, like they're, that? They're all, basically, they're all names to make it sound like your life would be easier. <laughs> That's right. And maybe more more sunshine. It, it really is. It really is a lot easier. And you yeah. know what? I got some, some quick facts on the amount of, uh, of toll road in the country, I guess, if you yeah, want to Yeah, lay it on me. Um, because it's it's far more extensive than you would think, really. Mm-hmm. Um Okay, here's that word I always have trouble with. Not urban, but... Rural. Thank you. Uh, the amount of... Rural? Yeah, toll roads that uh, cover the United States, about 3,005 miles. That's crazy. 3,005 miles are toll-paying roads that you have, mm. to, uh, you have to pay on to use. Um, urban roads, which I can say with no problem. Uh, <laughs> nice, nice one, Scott. Uh, about 2,422 miles. And these are according to the... Uh, that's the Federal Highway, guys. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Federal Highway. Yep, that's right. And so total, we've got about uh, 5,500 miles of, uh, of toll roads in the United States. So that's mm-hmm. a significant amount of uh, space. Now, I know there's, I mean, there's a lot of roads in the United States, but mm-hmm. these routes that we're talking about, these 5,500 miles, oh, yeah. they go to very critical places. Sure. I've <laughs> got, I think I've got a little list and here. And that's, why, that's yeah. why things like the bridges make sense, you know, that... They make a bridge to make something easier. Mm-hmm. There's even there's even a ferry that I or well, actually a lot of ferries that I know of that um, that travel across bays or across small bodies of water. Yeah. that make perfect sense. It'll save you three hours of driving time. Mm-hmm. Take this ferry; it'll take you half an hour to get across, but they charge you forty bucks, which and, is which is more worth it. And there's mm-hmm. one even that goes from Michigan to Wisconsin across Lake Michigan, saves you that trip all the way down around the tip of Lake Michigan through Chicago, et cetera. That's worth it. Up into Wisconsin and you know back and forth. And there's several places on Lake Michigan where you can do this back and forth. You can drive your car right on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what it costs. I don't remember the uh, the the uh, the price or something like that. But it saves you a ton of time to just uh, you know shuttle right across. Obviously, that one makes sense. And time time is money. Plus, it's gas. Yeah, I I think. Really, when we talk about these places, we do see them springing up. People expect to see a turnpike or toll in, you know, the New York Thruway or Niagara, New England, Massachusetts, mm-hmm. um, and I guess Florida too. But all across uh, Indiana. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I was across Indiana. Yeah, I was surprised about Indiana and Pennsylvania. I was surprised about Ohio. Yeah. And Kansas. You were surprised about Ohio, really? Yeah, I'm, I'm a Midwesterner. I, I've traveled that sucker all the time. Mm. The uh, the Ohio Turnpike is kind of infamous. For what? I uh, just you know because pirates. I, I, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's I mean I've just I've heard it my whole life, and something about the Ohio State Troopers being exceptionally tough on you know giving speeding tickets things like uh, that. Oh yeah. Um, and you're on the the Turnpike, and 
you're at their mercy. Whenever I, <laughs> whenever I am driving in an unfamiliar place, man, I'm on my P's and my Q's. <laughs> I, I really Very good. Am. Yeah. Very good. Sometimes it's bad to have those out-of-state plates, but yeah. maybe that's a story for a different day. Because I guess what we're really getting to when we talk about toll roads here is more of an observation about the way that states and uh, cities are changing the cost that they give to drivers mm-hmm. because we already see, you know, if you're a driver, you already have several levels of fees that you have to pay just to own a car. Oh, sure. Right? Yeah. And then in addition to that, we're seeing, we're seeing things like this more and more. We talked about the super speeder law and whether or not that was totally altruistic, you know? Oh, or if it's revenue. Generated. Or if it's revenue. And then we've also got things like the, the increase in toll roads here because the idea of toll roads, you know, fell out of favor for a little while, but now it seems to be coming back. Mm-hmm. And interestingly enough, in London, there's the congestion tax, you know? Mm-hmm. And you have to wonder, especially when we see these optional toll lanes, you have to wonder if we're starting to build sort of an American congestion well, tax. What, what about the uh, the gas tax? What about the gas we tax? We pay gas tax here, and mm-hmm. that's for the upkeep of roads, but that's for the upkeep of federal roads. Mm-hmm. And this is a private road. Or uh, possibly a what we're seeing now is, this is kind of weird, there's a, uh, a federal-private joint ownership of the roads yes. that are, that's starting to happen mm-hmm. and that in the past had been totally separate you know this uh turnpikes and interstate um turnpikes and and toll roads had been private enterprises up yeah. until that point and uh, that was the purpose you know they'd pay for the road and and the upkeep of the road and even you know just maintenance you know and, and the people to operate the toll booths and everything mm-hmm. it all pays it for itself that's the goal anyways but uh now we're seeing that you know that they're getting federal backing as well as um you know these private investors that mm-hmm. also have an interest in the road for whatever reason now i'm i'm going to say i guess the way that we usually end this stuff with our opinions mm-hmm. um so i'm just going to go ahead and say that although i really don't take well to waiting at that one that just one toll spot on 400 mm-hmm. north of atlanta I do support toll roads. I, I support the idea of it to a certain extent. I do wish I had been a little bit less of a country mouse and a hayseed when I went into New England and in, and up through New York so that I was a little more aware yeah. that I should bring a bag of change. Yeah. But I'm sure I, it's a quarter here, 50 cents there. Right. But if you think about it, this is theoretically a very smart way to get the people who are using this sort of public good to actually pay for the upkeep. Mm -hmm. I mean, if there was just some optional tax that you could opt into, these roads would be destroyed. Oh, sure. If there was a box near the uh, near the the on-ramp and donations, uh, please suggested donation, like at the uh, like the museum or something. Yeah, yeah. uh, Where you know you feel pretty good about yourself tucking five bucks into there or whatever, ten dollars. I don't know how many people would do it on the road. I, I think I would, man. No, I probably would. <laughs> probably wouldn't. But what see about that, you? Now, me. You know what? I want to. Yes. Can I end with a question? Yes. Okay, I'm going to end with a question. This is for you. Oh, okay. <laughs> what do you think? What bothers you the most about toll roads? What's the, what bothers you the most about them? And I've got an answer that is not the uh, n- not the one that you know everybody's not that would expect. Um, what? bothers me the most about toll roads. Let's say you're on a turnpike where you, yeah. you have to pay to exit. Okay. Any exit. Okay. All right. Okay, sure, like New Jersey or something. Sure. 
Uh, what bothers me the most about toll roads is even when I'm familiar with them, if you're there during a busy period, and this is not the most creative answer, Scott, but That's if you're there right. during a busy period, you know how the roads widen and subdivide into these multiple lanes? Yes. And then when you're leaving the toll and they all quickly converge again, mm-hmm. that, that part when you leave, that is my least favorite part, man, it, okay. especially in a traffic jam. I, are you kidding? I've had near-death experiences. <laughs> Fair enough. In my head. So, <laughs> mine, what about you? Uh, mine is the high cost of food and gas on toll roads. Oh, because yeah. you're a captive audience, and uh, I've noticed this traveling. You know, like I said, across the uh, you know the Midwest, around mm-hmm. the Indiana, Ohio, Pennsylvania area, um, even New Jersey. Anything you stop to buy, it seems, is just marked up. An unbelievable. Amount. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, food, gas, of course. You know they don't. They know you don't want to exit to to find gas, and then have to pay to get back on, et cetera. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a it's a difficult thing. So they've got you. It's a captive audience. You, they want you to stop there on their you know at their own plazas, mm-hmm. of course, where things are marked up. And I've I just noticed that you know I try and I try to hold off eating, and I try to get fuel before I get onto a, a turnpike or toll road. Yeah. Um, but that's always something that's really bothered me is that. You know, it's uh, it's not really gouging. I don't think it's it's kind of it's because it's not to the point where it's just absurd and you wouldn't pay that. It's a seller's market. It's just up a little bit, and and you could say like, well, yeah, it's a convenience factor. I'm going to just mm-hmm. pull in there and get that. Yeah, um, you may pay double for a soda or something like that. Sure. But um, I don't know. It just it's always bothered me. As you say before, not to sound like. Boy Scouts, but be prepared. You know, <laughs> that's right. Bring. Uh, well, no, I'm not going to say it. Right. Bring your own extra gas on the trip, but no, don't do that. <laughs> that's a bad idea. Okay, so we're just going to do a uh, rapid fire catch up there with face stuff. I mean, Facebook, <laughs> which is car stuff. <laughs> yeah, car stuff on Facebook, also on Twitter. You can read our excellent blog on the website, and you can also generally find all sorts of fascinating information about anything that flies, floats, drives on on our website as well. We've got some great articles. And if there's something there that just hasn't answered your questions, or if you do have a really good toll road story for us, please send us an email at carstuff at howstuffworks.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit howstuffworks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at howstuffworks.com. So, should we go electric? I think we should go electrified with Toyota. Electrified? Electrified means options. Yes, we could go all electric with a Toyota BZ4X, but then there are hybrids like Grand Highlander. Or we could do something in between like a RAV4 plug-in hybrid. So Toyota is electrified diversified? Yep, and with more options for reducing carbon emissions, the closer we all get to Toyota's Beyond Zero vision for the future. Exactly. How much coffee have you had this morning? Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. 
Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.